Hi there, and welcome to the T21 Mom Podcast. My name is Mary, and I'll be your host. Each episode, we'll talk about life, Down syndrome, mamahood, single parenting, and pretty much everything in between. I have a daughter named Ainsley, and she's seven years old and rocking an extra chromosome, also known as Down syndrome. And I am living life my way. And you might even hear her in the background as we are recording at home today. And of course, my co-host Ron is with me, not physically. Hey, Mary. <laughs> Hi, Ron. <laughs> but he's how at is, his. How home. are things going over on that end? Oh, it's we're going. It's it's yeah. been challenging, but we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Okay. Um, how we how are we? Uh, how are we? I know how I am. Uh, how are you guys making out generally, like not specifically, but generally, like you're working, Ainsley's still in daycare, everything's... Yeah, that's been changing week by week. They shortened their hours and now they've extended them a little bit. So I'm almost back to my old work schedule, but still a little bit of a shorter day. So it's it's going okay. And... Um, <laughs> Our okay. teleservices so, with the DSRF, the Down Center Resource Foundation, I'm thinking we'll start up next week. So I can okay. report back on that, how that is going. Because I know, I think other people I've been reading about are doing something similar. So we'll see how that so goes. So schools are out, right? Schools are out. School so, is 100% out. Yeah. And today we're going to be, but we're talking about school today anyway. Yes, we are. Because before this whole mess started, Mm -hmm. uh, we had a conversation with Ainsley's EA. That's right. So who is she? What does she do for Ainsley? Well, Ainsley's EA is Ronnie or Ms. Webster or Ms. W as the kids call her. And she is Ainsley's uh, full-time one-on-one support at school. And she has been with her since kindergarten. So Ainsley's in grade two now. So she's been with her for three years. Okay. So, and she was kind of, Kind, well, she was kind enough to come into uh, the, st the dining room studio mm -hmm. um, just before basically we all locked down for all of this. Right. And so that's who we're talking to today. Yes, that's right. Okay. So why don't you introduce Ronnie and away we'll go. Okay. So here we are. We're going to go and speak with Ms. W, also known as Ronnie. Today on the T21 Mum podcast, we have a very special guest in studio with us. Ainsley's EA, also known as an educational assistant. Ms. W, as the kids all know her, or Ronnie. Welcome, Ronnie. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to tell us a bit about you and why you became an EA? Um, sure. Uh, not exactly sure. I think this is why. But growing up, I have a learning disability. So growing up in school, in high school, I had... Um, like lots of help and support so I think that was just kind of like giving like just kind of felt like that's where I was going to go and give back um but I was also like really curious about the in high school the kids with the special needs they were in like a different room but I was always like really curious about them they looked like they were having fun and they were great um, but I was really shy so I didn't like do anything um but there's this um my friend because I don't remember this but my friend was telling me how one gym class for whatever reason they like took all the kids and they were like we're doing line dancing and all the kids were over there and then the typical kids were over here 
And me and my friend just went over there and started like dancing with them and doing all this stuff and having a great time. And one of the gym teachers came up and was like getting mad at us, mad at us because they thought we were like fooling around. And then another one came up, another gym teacher came up to us and was like, oh my God, good for you. Like, that's so nice of you and blah, blah, blah. And, and like, so she was telling me this story and I don't even remember it, but I, I guess that makes sense of why. I would go into this career. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. So. Oh, no, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So you've been working with Ainsley for over three years now. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe your relationship with her? <laughs> we're, we're both <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> um, but we both have like, so that, that can be fun at times. Um, but I think we're like the same person or we have like the same sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So I think we really get on. We just like, we'll be silly one moment and, um like make noises like one of the things is when the um the bell goes you know it does like a uh, yeah. and so we'll sit there and we'll both just be in like the bathroom going uh, along with it <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like and I get a lot from people too because like I've got bangs and the same color hair and I wear glasses they're like you guys look alike so I just think I just think we get on because we have the same personality <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yes, she is very stubborn. <laughs> yeah. I remember when Ainsley was a baby, uh, our an early intervention worker told me, and I hadn't heard this before, that kids with Down, or people with Down mm-hmm. syndrome tend to be very stubborn. I thought, oh, great, she's got a double dose. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I find, I find like, when I'm with someone stubborn that like kicks up my stuff, I'm like, okay, let's just take it a notch. <laughs> so sometimes we're like stubborn, stubborn, stubborn. Yeah. Butting heads a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so before Ainsley, had you worked with any other kids with Down syndrome? Um, yes, one. I, um, I started off in daycare and I worked just um, with typical kids. And then I was like burnt out and I was about to like, I was like, I need to get out of this career. And I started working with a little autistic boy. Or sorry, boy with autism. <laughs> and um, like just kind of like fell in love with it. And I was like, okay, this is like put new life back into me and whatever. And then the first um, uh, child with Down syndrome that I worked with was when I was in the school system. Mm-hmm. And I just, there's just something about them that I just love. And I get really excited um, working with them and like I just want to be around them like they're just they're just so fun so I really and um, so yeah about s- almost six years ago I think I, I started and also in when I was in grade two it was a uh, one two split we had a little um, uh, no a boy um, with down syndrome and he, like he was awesome we would go to his like his mom would have parties we would go and um he, I think I, when we were first, this is like, I don't want to say how many years ago, but we were in college after high school and I ran into him and I hadn't seen him in years and he remembered me and we had a good conversation and he was telling me about his business and stuff like that. So like, I think about six years ago was the first time I worked with him, but mm-hmm. I also, we also had like a, I kind of grew up with a student and I still, I still remember him. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So what is your role as an EA? <sighs> Um, I know it's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> it's a loaded question. Um, I think it depends. I mean, basically, typically, it's supposed to be like we are there to support the child and their needs. So if it's a child in a wheelchair and have medical needs, um, and technically, like the teachers are supposed to like do like the give us the programming and stuff. But in the world that we live in, and like the schools and whatever, usually. And I work with a lot of like 
kids that are not at like grade level so I end up just doing a lot of the stuff but for me it's like whatever my like for me personally it's like whatever my student needs so like if they need toileting I'll do that because I know how like important it is and like it and like the work that they do like it's fine motor gross like I'm just up for doing whatever that that kid needs and every A is different Mm -hmm. um so I'm not exactly sure specifically what our specific role is but it's just to support the kid in in the classroom and it's a hard one to answer because <laughs> I think it will depend on different districts as well and of course and, and so schools. back in October of 2018 I had Katie mm-hmm. who's been on the T21 mom podcast a couple of times uh, come in and get Ainsley potty trained which was <clears throat> fantastic but I also credit you for her continued success so oh, thank you <laughs> I know and you just mentioned that you know if if the parents are yeah. doing the toilet training and yeah. I remember you said that you yeah. you know you had toilet trained many kids so mm-hmm. that was awesome and I do credit you for a large amount of her success so thank you, you. thank you that 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 almost killed me <laughs> oh it almost killed me too <laughs> but um I'm so proud of her now because like we go over two hours and she just like she's she's got it and I, I feel like the very first time that we did it or like we were starting to try it before Katie had come in mm-hmm. like I was like oh I knew she was ready because if she wasn't ready, then I wouldn't have pushed it. But because the one time where I put it on the toilet and then she didn't go and then I was like, hey, let's get off. And she peed on my foot and then I put her down. Nothing came out. So I was like, oh, you can control it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, OK, so that that's why I was willing to like kind of drive myself crazy for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I just I come from daycare. So it's like if you're ready, let's do it. Let's just, you know, let's go for it. Right. So I'm glad because then the other kid that I worked with in grade two, he wasn't ready until grade two. Mm-hmm. So, but it's nice now that she's. She's on it. Yeah, she's on it. She doesn't have to be in a pull up unless like we go on a field trip or something. And mm-hmm. not that the kids like really Notice. cared or nervous. Like I just yeah. kind of told them like, this is the deal and this is where we're at and that's fine. And they were actually quite nice if like at the beginning of she was in her pull up, they're like, Miss Webster. And they come over and like, you know, okay thanks right so they were very like respectful of it yeah oh that's nice. um good yeah and then now if it's like oh should she have an accent I'm like yeah she had an accent and they're like oh, okay so it's just it's yeah it's i just but it's been i don't think that she's had a lot of accents <clears throat> at school no it's no been very no, few not with me one or two actually yeah <laughs> yeah no because i'm always excited when i see her come home yeah. in the same clothes yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just change her pants now if it's it's too much butt crack because i don't want to <laughs> go around all day pulling up her pants <laughs> But it's not because of the bathroom. (laughs) I know. I'm dealing with that too at home, trying to find the long shirts. So Yeah. I recall you saying that when you were first matched with Ainsley on the first day of kindergarten, that you actually don't know who you're matched with. You're just told what class to go to. I think this is kind of stressful. Like, do you know Mm -hmm. why this is? Um, And this is just me guessing because I don't know all the the ins and outs. But um, I think especially when like kindergartners coming and we get new kids it's like depending on the need of the kids so like um like for example I could be with Ainsley but then if somebody if she's doing better and they think that she can switch her up or whatever then they'll put me with somebody else that might need it more or like they just have to see like who they're getting and what that child needs okay um we have a really good resource teacher I've worked with her before and she's usually pretty good at putting like seeing people's strengths and then knowing what will work with that child um, so, like, for example, she, I worked with her at, uh, at another school, 
And so, she, and I worked the, at that school with the little boy with Down syndrome. So she knew, oh, like, okay. I would be a great fit with Ainsley. Okay. Um, because I've had, like, I did it before. And so she, like, and she kind of knew um, my, I guess, because we worked with her before. But usually they just, they just kind of see, like, from, I guess they see from other kids mm-hmm. or you work with. And they'll just know, like, my expertise, because I always end up with these ones, is the nonverbal, um, non-grade level, like, runners. <laughs> um, <laughs> fine motor, you know, all that stuff like that. So... That's where I'm really good at. Now, if you stick me one day with a kid that's more grade level and I have to do math, <laughs> like just trying to do two, grade two, three math with um, the kids, they're like, Miss Webster, help me. And I'm like, I don't. Yesterday, a child in our class, um, or no, it's not yesterday, like the Friday, um, was like showing me how to like d- do compensation or whatever with math. And I'm just like, good on you trying to teach it to me. So yeah, so I just, I, that's what I end up, to, that's my... I guess my expertise in like mm-hmm. kindergarten usually is my my jam but um yeah I just uh that's what I tend to work with so that I think they know that and they just kind of stick me with those kids because they know mm-hmm. I can handle it yeah well it's good to know that they kind of try to match <coughs> they do it up. it's not just random no so. sometimes it can't be helped though because mm-hmm. just the shortage and the people we have and who they need they might like it might not be the best match but it, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like what can you do? What can you do? But for the most part, they try to stick the right person with the right kid. That's good. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm glad to hear that. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we're, we're glad that we got you. Oh, so. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so in your opinion, what do you think makes a good EA? Patience. Lots and lots and lots of patience. I mean, everybody's different. I, I have, I like humor. Mm-hmm. I use humor. I like to joke around with the kids. Like, um, uh, I don't want to like say names, but. One of the girls in our class who you like, you know, that Ainsley loves is always like saying to me like, oh, you like act like an eight year old, but you look like 20. <laughs> like just just like I guess I, I just tried to like use humor a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think patience, um, understanding, knowing like basically where your kid's at and like knowing like for me, it's like knowing getting to know the child um, so then I know how far I can push them. Mm-hmm. what they're capable of and then just knowing that they're level like okay well they might not be able to do that because they're not that level yet but that doesn't mean that they can't do something else or whatever so I can't speak for others but mm-hmm. I think patience and just knowing your kid and having the confidence that like I always try to go in to it with when I first start with a kid is like I never go in like oh they can't do it I'm going to go in like I'm going to see what they can do and I'm going to push them as far as I can push them mm-hmm. because and that might drive my, I might drive myself crazy doing that sometimes, but like, I know, um, and like they'll backtrack, like you'll have a good time and then they'll go back and you just mm-hmm. have to like, if they go back, you just have to be at that level and then start from like that level and go up again. But I think, yeah, um, just going in with like, this kid could do anything and then figuring out what they can do. Right. Cause if you go into something like, oh, well they can't do it. What's the point? Then mm-hmm. you're never going to know what they can do. So no limits. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. So that's for me personally. I don't know about how others. others do it but yeah just patience patience and just you love working with kids and if you don't like working with the kids then don't be there <laughs> so we all uh kids you know who have some additional needs like Ainsley they mm-hmm. all have an IEP an individual education mm-hmm. plan so how involved are you in that um I would say I'm pretty involved I usually because 
I work with kids that are like on their own program. I kind of just keep the like teacher informed like throughout the year and be like, this is what we're doing and all this stuff. And, um, and then like, they'll come to me and be like, like, I'll go with the resource teacher, sit down and we'll try to see like how she gotten better. Like, is she here? I'm like, yeah, she's great here. Or, you know, she's still not like at this, like she's just like three out of five or whatever. And Mm -hmm. just to kind of, because we're with her, like I'm with her like six hours, like everything. Right. So, um, I think I'm quite, for me, my experience and other schools or districts might be different, but my experience was that always being included in it. Mm-hmm. Like some, I've heard some stories where like they don't even go to the EDs, don't even go to the IP meeting and oh, really? things like that. Right. So I think it just depends. Like our school's really good with the working together and the um, <clears throat> like inclusion and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I usually sit down with the resource teacher and like go over like where she's at before the meeting. It's like a pre thing. Um, and then I, I could fill in the teachers and we work together. Um, when they're more close, like, I guess more grade level, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's still the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I can only speak to like my experiences, but yeah, I like, I've always been in the meetings. I've always told them like, Hey, this is where she's at. Like she's got these many words or like, she's, you know, like not doing this or like, oh, we're not doing work right now because she's not <laughs> wanting to do it. <laughs> um, so we'll pull back on that. And um, yeah. So, I mean, in my experience, I'm considered an equal and we work together and, and, and yeah, I have, I just fill them in on what she's doing. Okay. No, that's fantastic yeah. to know because <clears throat> I think it's important that the A's are mm-hmm. involved in the mm-hmm. IEP because. For sure. Well, you guys we know the kid the best in the school situation, right? Because we do everything with them. Yeah, and you guys are working yeah. so closely with the kids. So, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. So, often, you know, you get matched with kids who are nonverbal or mm-hmm. who may have behavioral issues. And I feel an EA is a big part of our kiddos' success. So, how do you, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but how do you build that relationship? Because, I mean, Ainsley wasn't really that verbal in kindergarten she's talking a lot more now yeah but how do you build that um I find the more time I spend with them the more like I figure them out like um I think I remember in kindergarten like we were doing something doing something and I was like driving myself crazy and I was like oh and then I did something one way I'm like why didn't I think of that sooner like you know and I think you just get to know like was it this year at some point she was you just kind of like know them a bit Mm -hmm. better and so like she was she's going like and she, see, see who? And I'm like, what? 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 And it's like for like weeks, I was like, what did she say? And then eventually it clicked because then I was listening to it and it like made sense to me that she was sneezing going, excuse me. So like, oh. I was like, what is she saying? What is she saying? Whereas someone else who's not with her, like as much as I am, might mm-hmm. not get what she's saying. But like I can, for some reason, like start getting her tone and kind of like get the context of what she's trying to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just like, it took two weeks. I was like, what are you saying? I'm like oh you're sneezing and then saying excuse me got you <laughs> I love it right so and I find sign works a lot with the kids I don't mm-hmm. know as much sign as I'd love to know I know like basic simple stuff but I find that helps a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't um, need to know more than basics, no I just right? would love to I would just love to like be able to be fluent in it but um, I'll just go on signing times yeah exactly <laughs> Um, and then like also too, because uh, her fingers and the, like her signs are a little bit different, but then I get used to like, so she's saying break and somebody else yeah. says, what's she doing? I'm like, oh, she's saying break. So I, I like, cause I'm just, I just watch and observe mm-hmm. and eventually I figure it out. <laughs> it's basically all it is. 
Um, but you just, I don't know, I guess because I do work with a lot of nonverbal uh, kids that, like, when I go traveling, I don't speak the language. I can, like, figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I do it, but I guess I just I pick up on, like, I know if they're, like, flipping out it's because of something and I just have to figure it out like that's our job we just have to figure out what they're trying to say which is frustrating at times especially if you know they're coming at you or Mm -hmm. um but yeah I don't know I don't I just I think the more I'm with somebody I think also too I worked with toddlers so so they're very nonverbal. so the more you spend time with Mm -hmm. someone the more you pick it up and you figure out what they want without them saying it so yeah and I mean Ainsley's a bit of a lazy signer I mean I (laughs) say that with love but you know it's so funny because I'll I'll tell a little story it's a little off topic but you know because we've talked about Dennis my boyfriend Mm -hmm. a a number of times on the podcast and so I felt that the the letter d was a bit hard for her to do so I gave her the sign for dad and uh and, and Dennis was okay with that so and but now what she does is she kind of does the L yeah, on yes. her forehead like for loser yeah and so Dennis always laughs when she does it he goes oh yeah loser yeah <laughs> so but uh you know but she says it with love so yeah. that's all that matters speaking on like the laziness um <laughs> she now because she's not really into doing work right now and and we just we've just been like this and I'm like okay fine I'm not gonna like Button heads. Button heads, yeah. I'm just like, we're not, I'm not going to do it. So now we walk around, like, we do do some work, but it's like, I have to catch her. And, um, but she, so I'm like, hey, we're going to walk around. We're going to talk to people. We're going to say, hey, how are you? And whatever. And she'll repeat what I say. But she'll do this, like, hand waving thing, but she'll do it down below. And I'm like, no, do it properly. Like, I don't make her, I'm like, you need to do it better. Like, say hello. And she goes, hey, hey. And I'm like, no, say hello. Like, I like make her. She, make actually, her I have noticed that she has gotten a lot better. Yeah. yeah, she used to do that all the time. Like, she'd yeah. wave down below, and I go, yeah. you know, you got to wave up. And we're, we were out somewhere yesterday, and like, I had her in her stroller because we were mm-hmm. on a, a long walk, and uh, she's just waving. But there was nobody there. But it was almost like the queen wave, yeah. you know, because she think she's a queen yes she's She's often treated like that she's a a diva (laughs) oh totally she's a diva she owns it like the the kids will say something like oh is she being a diva today and I'm like oh yes she is being a diva (laughs) (sighs) or they'll say they'll I love them they're so great with her they'll they'll say um so how is she today like are you like how are you like are you like is she doing good and I'm like yeah yeah she's doing good or I'll be like I'll just give them a look being like uh because <laughs> like you know <laughs> she has her days I have my days we all have our days but uh-huh they like know her so well which is which is awesome yeah the kids yeah. are awesome yeah. I really I really love the kids in her class yeah. so that that's great and oh. well and because also you've implemented starting last year like mm-hmm. a little buddy system mm-hmm. which I thought is yeah. kind of cool and the kids are they excited to be her buddy? I know they, they are, were last yeah. year. They're, I mean, they're like, we've gone through around. There's some like, m- most of the boys, like some of, of the boys that don't want to do it. So I'm like, hey, fine, I'm not going to let you do it. And it's a bit different because it's 2-3 this year. Yeah. And there's more work. So it's not as like hardcore as last year. But yeah, they have the buddy and they're like, when's when's my day? And I'm, I'm like, okay, well, here you go or whatever. When can I do it? Right. And I mean, there's perks um, and stuff, but they, they do like it. And they like, it's just every year you've got to like teach a new group of kids and mm-hmm. every year you're like oh my god is it gonna work whatever and all three years it's we've been on a wave of like awesome children yes so they're all for it like and even like half the boys they're just like they want to do it too and they like it and they know what to do and a funny story is like we have this um 
like wand thing and we pass it around mm-hmm. when we're sharing <laughs> and uh um so she handed it to the, the the kid next to her and then whatever and then they handed it to teacher and then she went like so when she hands it over she claps and then at the beginning they were all like yay good job and then she the, the kid handed it to the teacher and then she grabbed it back and then handed it back and was like yay like clap for me my people my su- my subjects right basically is I'm like and at the beginning of the year I was like it's not about you it's not always about you right so then this time nobody clapped and everybody was quiet and I was just like I'm so proud of you guys right now I'm so proud of you because like she just like she like hands over she's like oh yay, yay. like applause me and it's like no it's not time to applaud you <laughs> but uh so yeah so things like that so like at the beginning they'd be like yay and they'd like praise her right because they want to mm-hmm. like so she could do it whenever but now they're, they're like they're like they know and they give her something the carpet and she like this little ball they throw it she'll give it back to her so they know now every time they know what to do and oh yeah she yeah. she's always looking for the applause at I home. know yeah I even had an applause um uh, app on my phone yeah I don't think it's on there anymore, but she would, no. F- no, maybe it is. I can't remember, but she would find that on the phone mm-hmm. and yeah, She's so she funny. would play it all the time. Even, even like we're in, in the bathroom and stuff like that. Like now I said to her, cause again, we were butting heads and I said to her, I was like, I'm not doing it for anymore. Like I'm done. You do it. Put down your own pants. Like I'm not, I'm not, do- I'll help you, but like, I'm not, I'm not your maid. <laughs> so now she'll do it, but she like makes sound effects. And I'm like, that's fine. Sound effects are like welcome just like do your own pants, but she'll sit in there and she'll be like, go to the bathroom or something. And then she'll be like yay and it's like no I'm not praising you right now like I'm not gonna just give it to you you have to earn it yes yes that's yeah exactly but she it. praises you if you go to the bathroom so that's kind of nice that's have nice have your own cheer section when you're <laughs> I would love to have my own cheer yeah. section I'm sure Ron would also like to have his own yeah. cheer section yeah but she's so... and yeah. Ron is killing himself here laughing yeah Yes, but Ainsley, I have, she is quite funny, I yeah. have to, I mean, I might be biased because she's my No, kid, no, but. no, no, we have like the same sense of humor, like she is, she is funny, it's just like the kids will say to me, oh like, well how, like, oh you seem fine today, are you, are you good today Miss Webster, like how is she, or like when they say she's cute, and when I'm like butting heads with her, I just give them a look of like, nope, don't, nope, not gonna, she's not cute today, <laughs> when then when she's, yeah, she's being cute, and she's great, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's great, she's great, but um like they check out on me too which is nice but yeah she just uh I always say to the kids I'm like yeah you get the fun of course you think she's cute and fun because you don't have to make her do stuff I said (laughs) when I'm like when I watched her you know like for you at home whatever it's been like awesome because we just chill and whatever but when you have to make her do stuff that she's want to do but at school it's hard and you have to make them do stuff because they just can't do what they want at school right that's when it's like oh woman yes (laughs) right so like I said you know if you try to make her do everything you'd probably some days like feel like how I feel (laughs) (laughs) so at the end of each school year Mm -hmm. you know well we're still a few months out but do you have any say if you get the same child or not Um, for the following year yeah I think it depends like for me this when I came to this school this was the first time where I didn't have to go I was building my seniority so every year I got cut from a school so I'd work with a kid, get that relationship, and then because I was low on the totem pole, I'd be cut, and I'd have to go to a different school. So I never had – Ainsley's the first one that I've worked with, like, consistently more oh. than one year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, when you're an EA, you get moved around if you're low because, like, they're like, oh, we don't need this many because kids might leave, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever, and then so you get moved to another school where you're needed. Right. Um, but thank God I don't have to do that anymore. So um, so the last couple of years I was like, yes, I want her – um, I'd like to have her again because, like, after kindergarten, consistency, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I've worked really hard and 
it was a bit better. Like, I think grade one was like the best. Um, but like I said to the teacher last time, I'm like, if I don't get her, I was just going to have a tantrum. So just, you know, <laughs> I need to have her. Right. Um, so she was like, I want to see that. And I'm like, no, no. I'm like, oh, because <laughs> she's like, she's like, she said yes. And then I was like, oh, and she's like, but I want to see the tantrum. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Thank you. I'll take her. Um, but I think it depends like on the resource teacher and just again, like how many kids we have, like I might get pulled and put somewhere else. Um, our resource teacher, like, like maybe next year or mm-hmm. this might be the last year, or maybe next year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like usually they don't want you with a kid like their whole high um, school life. Right. Which I agree because I think mm-hmm. that they need to get used to other people. Yeah. Um, or, or like for whatever reason. But I know. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> well, like what is the typical length of time that an EA is with a student? Um, I think it depends because I know there's one that uh, my coworker is with and she's been with him since kindergarten oh okay and he's in grade four but i know the resource teacher wanted to switch it up but she didn't want it so you mean the ea yeah the ea wanted to stay with him and then another ea has been with a kid a kid it's the same length of time so i think if the other two got to keep them then if i wanted to keep it then they can't really change me unless there's a reason okay um but uh one of them, I think she'll just stay with her because she's going to be graduating next year. Okay. So it just really depends. I mean, we, we get to put in like, yes, we want to stay with them or no, I'm good. I need to move on. I need a new kid. Mm-hmm. So usually we have that option whether they honor that or not. It d- depends, right? Because, right? you know, factors of like a kid comes in, people get pulled. And yeah. I know one of our EAs was with... Um, a kid for two years but then she got and she doesn't care she'll go work with whoever she wants like whoever like she doesn't matter to her but um she got pulled and put with another kid this year because that kid needed like more structure and needed someone and they knew that she would like get her going and get her whatever like it would be a, a good like a she could handle her and get her to get into some corner of routine and stuff like that yeah so yeah it, and it, it's different school to school it just depends on the resource and the team and the principal and how they do it yeah I see pros and cons of both <clears> right <throat> like because then you're starting a new like yeah. and also just for the parent too yeah. you're getting to know a new person as well as your child and yeah but yes I I agree in some ways yeah. that, you know you, it's good for them to be matched with different yeah. people mm-hmm. as well so when I think typically it's like most people like two years and then you switch up every two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, typically like I would take her next year if that's the case, but then by grade four, I'm like done. Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 Somebody else can have her in grade four. So you sort of touched on it. So mm-hmm. like once a child like Ainsley, so mm-hmm. ne- next year she'll be in grade three mm-hmm. and you know, whether you'll be with her again or not, obviously we don't know yet, Yeah. but who, who does the shuffle, I guess? Is it the resource teacher? It's usually the resource teacher, yeah, because they do the IEPs and everything. And then we also kind of like, oh, you know, I would like her, like we also would be like when they're putting classes, like we, everybody has like, they can pick five friends. So I'll be like, oh, this friend would be good with her. And I think these two, if they can, can go like with her or whatever. Like these are the list of people that friend-wise, because that, every kid can do that, like friend-wise, and they mm-hmm. get to have at least one or two friends. So you put that down. And you may or may not get it again. It depends on the shuffling of the class and people come in or whatever, right? Like we don't have the say on that. Mm-hmm. And then we can like recommend like, oh, I'd like to maybe 
I think she'd work with this teacher. Can you put her with this class or, or whatever? And then that is taken into consideration. But again, it may or may not happen just because they have so much they have to move around and they have to place usually our kids first and oh, okay. um, things like that. But then like more kids could come in by September or like, I think we had a couple that came in like in January, like, so just like typical kids, but like it just, it really depends. Yeah. So, and that's why we have the, um, the homeroom the first week and we're not in our classes because they still have to finalize and move things around if somebody comes in and and they're not like completely like finished so Mm -hmm. even though homerooms are annoying (laughs) yeah so how do the other kids in Ainsley's class react to her I mean I've seen it and I love the kids that are in her class but how do they how do you perceive that they react Um, to her well I guess for me personally as an EA especially with children with autism like I find sometimes to get friends and stuff is really hard like it's really hard like you want them to be social mm-hmm. you don't want to push it but you want them to have you want them to have friends right I find with children uh children with down syndrome that's not a problem like they're <laughs> cute they're fun even like when she's like goes through her little hair pulling phases like those kids that she pulls the hair still want to interact with her oh, wow. and like still love her and I think it's just <laughs> because she's cute she's funny mm-hmm. and they're like like sometimes in the morning they want to like they, like you said they line up they want to give her hugs and I'm like okay guys she needs to do her job first like let's just we need to do a routine mm-hmm. you can have her afterwards and then I'm like hey guys here you go or like at the end of the day if we're leaving they're like ah. and like they check in and say hi throughout the day and and stuff like that and they'll play like outside or inside like it's yeah <laughs> just like it's she has no problem with friends friends and social no oh that's awesome yeah. to hear and I I know for me with Ainsley going into school that mm-hmm. was one of my biggest fears was yeah you know is she gonna have friends yeah. and how are the other kids gonna and react they, to her they're really understanding and they'll try to like play at her level and stuff mm-hmm. but then I'm also trying to be like the other day her and another girl were playing and she wanted to play like snap card game and I was like okay and I sat her down there and she's like oh, and I'm like look I'm like I'm like look woman <laughs> like <laughs> she I said she has played for two days with you ball bouncy ball and she plays what you want to play now you need to play what she wants to play like this is how friendship works, <laughs> and then and then she they do and then another kid joined them and then so she helped her like they were a team to help her do the snap and then yeah. I walked away I was like bye, <laughs> and then they played or whatever right and oh, she great. won, oh, um, wow. yeah her her and the girl won against the little boy but um it's just like it's yeah it's like they're really great at at playing at her level mm-hmm. um. But at the same time, it's like, you hey, know, you need to like not be so like selfish and you need to play how they want to play. And they will play something that's easy enough for her. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they're just I don't know. I'm just so lucky. They're so great. And it's so easy. So do they <clears throat> know that she has Down syndrome or do they understand? Yeah. Or know what Down syndrome is? Um, yeah. I explained to them as like where I don't have like as much knowledge as you do. Right. I just have from what I've worked with kids and just a little bit that I know I try to explain them. Like in kindergarten, I said, like one girl had said, like, what is she? Because she was really messy ear back then. Was like, what is she like, like, let's eat like that or chew like that. And I said, oh, well, this is like, I just tell, I don't sugar, not mm-hmm. sugarcoat anything, but I don't hide anything. So I just say, oh, look, this is what she's doing. Like, you know how you're at this level. We're all at different levels. And I go, okay. Or with the toileting, I didn't make it secret. I didn't hide it. I said, look, she's away for the week because she's learning how to like um, toilet train because that's where she's at and she'll get there and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay. I just I'm just open and I just whatever information I know I give them and I just say like this is where she's at I said she'll get there eventually and they're, and they're just usually like okay 
Awesome. Yeah. That's, no, and that's... we did read the, the book to them and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I, I can't remember ex- which one. I've given a couple of yeah, books. Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah. But I try to explain it the best of my knowledge. And I don't have, like I said, as much knowledge as you do. Mm-hmm. Just from what I know from working. Um, but yeah, they just seem to, they're usually, I'll ask questions and I'll answer them. And they'll go, okay. And they're usually like, what else? Yeah, I think one of the books was, <clears throat> oh, what's the name? My friend Ella. Yeah, I think that's and the one we read. Or the one with about her brother. And... Oh, I think that's, yeah. we'll paint the octopus red. And we can put links to those yeah. books. On, I think it was in, the Ella one we read. In the show notes. Yeah. And they ask questions, but they're usually just like, whatevs. Like, and like I was telling um, earlier that like, when they hit grade four, it's like just children in general, like relationships change. I have heard that. And, I'd heard grade and, three, actually. Yeah. And so usually like, so I was a little worried. I'm like, hey, we're two, three. Are they going to like her or whatever? they're all like great they're just like all like they like her they they get like sometimes she drools and like like none of that stuff like bothers them um and then i think it's like once the more they hang out with them and that's why i do the buddy thing to give them a little bit of responsibility like can you mm-hmm. sit the carpet with her this is sh- whatever you help her okay you help her in line just that little bit of when you're starting giving them like guidance of what they can do with her mm-hmm. then eventually they just do stuff with her and they just like i think that helps them to be kind of like, oh, okay, well, because I, I, for me too, growing up, like I never knew what to do, right, mm-hmm. with with these kids, and um, so I think for them, I just like to be like, okay, hey, this is what you can do, and this is how you can help me, and and then it gives like, because there's going to be people that are like want to be with her all the time, and then other kids won't get a chance, mm-hmm. so doing like just the little buddy thing in class, then and you, you, so it's surprising when you're like, okay, who wants to do it, and like. People you didn't think put up their hand like, oh, I do, I do, I do. Yeah. Like, I like it. I'm like, okay. Or like, when is it my turn? I'm like, oh, just remind me. Okay, we'll do it because I'm busy. I got a lot going on. I got a lot of thinking. Because right, I remember you had, a, you had a list yeah. last year and the kids <clears throat> would always say, oh, when's my turn? Yeah, so yeah, I, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Cool. But um, yeah, they just, I, I don't think, I'm not worried about her when she goes to like grade four. I think she'll still have friends and, and there's one one little girl who, again you know but like she just the way they interact together because mm-hmm. some, someone had said to me like oh well that's not a real friendship because she has to teach her and I was like mm, it is a real friendship okay yes it's not what a typical two typical people friendship looks like mm-hmm. but like the way they interact together like the way she talks the way she, Ainsley looks at her mm-hmm. like that and how she listens to her like and she'll be like firm and be like hey you know blah, 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 this like she like listens to her well, she mm-hmm. listens to other kids too, but there's just, it's just, if you watch them together, mm-hmm. it's just like, I can see them being, even if they're not going to be in the same class forever, I can see them staying friends. Oh, I hope all throughout. so. I hope so too. Yeah. But I, I do, I feel because this, this one girl is just like, well, she told me last year that Ainsley was her best friend know, yeah. and she was very excited to have a play date with Ainsley. Yes. So, and she's been asking for another one. So we will have to do yeah, another one together. So. With she's her. just because she's just, just lovely yeah yeah kind of would love to have her on so but that's oh maybe an episode for oh another day <laughs> I need to I need to I, I need to be here just listening to that while you guys do it because that that like the conversations we have I'm like it was her birthday and so basically at Ainsley's birthday right mm-hmm. um she saw me wear something different because I wear the same thing at work because I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna get snotted on or whatever and so she's like oh that's nice and then we went back to school she's like well, you know, you should just wear like different things and like, you know, cause she's 
knows I have different clothes. So for her birthday, I dressed up. And she goes, oh, okay. She's like, that's respectful. And that's, yeah, that's nice. And I'm just like, woman, like, <laughs> the things I do for you. But uh, we had, like, I dressed up one day because we had our Christmas party. She goes, oh, she got so excited. She goes, Miss Webster, Miss Webster. And I'm like, okay, don't get used to it. Oh. And I'm like, so it's just, like, just this little package of this person is hilarious. And the conversations that we have is just, yeah, like. Yeah, and she's just so lovely and so she, sweet. She is so. the epitome and, of loveliness. I know you sort of talked a little bit about it, but, like, the kids, you know, they literally line up to give her a hug. Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean, and this has happened since, I think, day one, pretty much. Yeah. But, like, do you know why this is? I think it's just her personality and who she is. I don't I don't know. I know, like, the, the little girl that we were talking about, mm-hmm. she had came in grade one, and she had said, yeah, at first, she's like, I didn't know, and, and I, like... I, I thought, you know, she was sick and I didn't know much about her. But then she's like once and she gravitated to her from day one when she came and she's like, she's like, oh, and then I got to know her. And she's like, OK, because like she hadn't wasn't exposed to, I guess, hadn't seen a child like Ainsley. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when they don't. And then another girl in kindergarten, same thing. And they were like, oh, and they both love her. And it's just I think it's just the exposure and getting to know the kid and stuff. But I don't know. They just she's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's funny. I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's her personality or her essence because mm-hmm. I've never not, in the three years I've known, I've never not known one person that didn't like her. I mean, we've, we've, some of the kindergartners, we've like gone to go visit the teacher and she's had her chew or something. They go, Ooh, what is wrong with that? Like, what is that? And I'm just like, Oh, and I just explain it to her and they go, Oh, okay. <laughs> right but at first they're like it's weird where, of course different. the same kids yeah. and now picking his nose I'm like you're doing the same thing I don't know what right but um yeah there's just not knowing if you haven't been around that or whatever mm-hmm. but they, I don't know that's just they love her and like even the bigger kids if we're going down the intermediate they're like hey Ainsley high five yes. how you doing I yes, think I've she's just that. she's yeah. just cute and well even the the, the principal did say she was a rock star yeah. so you know I yeah it's yeah. Qu- quite amazing you know I never anticipated that to be yeah. honest I, I I'm quite happy I to think see a it. lot of it has to do with her personality too because I think like a lot of uh, what I've noticed with a lot of kids with um autism is that because it's it's hard to make friends right mm. like it's it's like a learned skill that they have to learn and they might have a behavior or something and the kids are like I don't know what to do like or or because they don't play like they do or they're nonverbal, they're like I don't know but I find it's easier with children with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. They just, they just, I guess, because they're so social. Even though being social is hard, and um, but they just, it's just easy for them. And I just, I, I never see like a child with Down syndrome not be social and not like it, interact with the interact other kids. with other kids. Yeah. yeah, and I just like, I just, I think it's like a lot of her personality. Yeah. She's, a, she's a bag full of personality in a and, good way and so do you think like those kids like do you think those are genuine friendships that she has the one else? for sure mm-hmm. yes um oh and then another little girl because she's from grade one two um that we were in the class last year for sure those two they're always like checking in with her mm-hmm. um the other ones it's it's hard to like we just have to wait and see. Well, it's hard because it's like, it's going to be, that's why when that person said, oh, it's not a real friendship, but it's like, it's going to be different. It's not going to be like a typical friendship because mm-hmm. she's not going to, she's going to miss the cues and she's not, they don't play like typical kids play. So I feel like if you're going to, um, if you're going to, uh, 
compare it to that, then I guess no. But I think like we need to look at a different way of like this friendship, like mm-hmm. how, how a typical kid in a child with special needs has a friendship, mm-hmm. right? I think a lot of them, I don't know if they all have play dates, but I think a lot of them throughout, like if they were in her class again, they would be like, yeah, all over it. Or they would see her outside mm-hmm. and definitely interact with her and say, hey, and and stuff. Um, but sometimes, you know, like when you're not in a room every day, it's like out of sight of the mind, right? Mm-hmm. But I think... A lot of the kids will always, I think it's a friendship in a sense, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. think. It's just, like you said, a little bit yeah. different maybe mm-hmm. than the typical mm-hmm. friendship. And I mean, I know this is sort of like a little bit different um, topic, but back to being an EA. Because mm-hmm. I know probably about a year and a half ago, I remember reading in the news, it was quite terrible, uh, a situation between some EAs and some special needs kids. I think it was down Mm -hmm. in the States. And the mother had put, I think, a little recording device, I think, in the little girl's hair, I think. Was this in the library? I I can't remember. And anyways, it was quite terrible what Mm -hmm. they were doing with, like, and saying to the child. Have you ever encountered a situation or ma- been made aware of a situation where NEA's behavior towards a child or a student is questionable? I haven't in my crossings or whatever, but I just know for myself sometimes, like, I have patience. But, like, mm-hmm. there's days where, like, you know, you're with this person for six hours where I feel like sometimes yeah. I raise my voice and I yell at her or I yell at the kid because I'm just like, I'm like, like yeah right and then I feel like super guilty and bad the Mm -hmm. next time because like we are human oh yeah we can only take so much and um but like no not like like to that extent I haven't seen here I don't know if it happens but Mm -hmm. um well we hope not no I mean it was quite terrible what I heard and I think they were also um a little bit physically abusive too which is you know like, Which I mean, scary. So, sometimes in our job, we do have to be physical. We have to, like, you know, physically help them and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I know three years I've been there, sometimes I take her, I've taken her in the hallway and I said, look, like, you know, you can do this. And, like, maybe it's a firm voice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and she's all just like, whatevs, I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, I have to sit there and we'll sit there and then, like, it sometimes I have to like pull her out of the situation and be a little mm-hmm. bit more firm and maybe I have to yell and I don't like that and I feel guilty afterwards but sometimes then we go back and the rest of the day is fine mm-hmm. because sometimes it's just you have to like just take them out of that situation but I would never think to hit a kid or or like be like you're stupid because I I had that growing up like I had that grade one teacher that called me stupid in front oh, of the class terrible. right so I would never say that to a kid like yeah mm-hmm. get frustrated and be like driving me crazy oh or whatever yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. and there are times where it's like okay she's winning today and that didn't work and so you rethink (laughs) you rethink your approach and and stuff like like for example this year we've been butting heads a lot I think it's just because she's been constantly sick and just not feeling it Mm -hmm. and just been like a diva teenager and then I was like okay well then I'm gonna like pull back we'll do less we'll go for more breaks and it's been better Mm-hmm. So it's just, but I'm like, God, why did it take me so long to get to there? Because you're just, you're in it, right? You're in it and you just, so your day to day, you just like forget and you kind of have to step back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, I've seen cases like that. I haven't seen any in my, my crossings, but well, I just don't. Yeah. And no, that's 
great to hear because yeah. I know for a lot of parents, it is kind of scary when you're handing your kid off yeah. who can't always speak up for themselves mm-hmm. or to advocate for themselves or explain what their wants or needs yeah. are. So it, it is scary, but it's nice to know that, you know, I hope obviously it's not prevalent, right? Yeah. You know, well, I know she definitely tells me like she'll kick the table or she'll push her desk out or she'll be like, man, like sing her ABCs. And I'm like, okay, I know you don't <laughs> want to do this, but I don't care. You have to do it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, she does, she does tell me in ways you just have to, are you, are you like listening kind of thing sometimes, yes. right? Because, I mean, as much as she drives me crazy sometimes, like I don't get, I'm not being, she's not punching me in the face or coming at me when you've got that a lot. It's just like, yeah, you, you lose it. Right. But that's also communication in itself. Right. They're communicating mm-hmm. in their way. Right. Yes. It's just It's just, a, my, in my opinion, a crappy way of communicating, but it's their way. <laughs> so do you feel like you have to advocate for Ainsley with the teacher and the other kids? No. No, I think I, we work, and again, like every district, every school is different, but um, our group is really good because like I find a lot of the classes I come into, the teachers welcome me because it's my room for the year, but it's their room because we bounce around from kid to kid, from room to room. Mm -hmm. So I find our school, like, like um, the teachers I've been with and our school is really great. They include, they say hi to her every morning and they talk to her. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm like, don't talk to her now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like you know they're you know they, they try to figure like how like can we include her in this and some of the things because it's a grade two three level like she we just can't include like if it's like with writing because she's not there yet right mm-hmm. we're still practicing our pre-writing but they'll like we'll figure out how we can include and what she can do and um she pretty much is included in, in like a lot of the stuff except for the things that she's not ready to do yet but um they're like they say hello to her anymore they talk to her and like that's never been my experience they've always the teachers have always been really um that I've worked with really grateful that we're in the classroom to help they they like the kid so it really depends I guess school to school teacher Mm -hmm. to teacher but I find our school is really good at um just everybody works together being inclusive being inclusive yeah and I think they like having her in their room and stuff so yeah oh that's awesome I think so yeah no I'm I'm glad to hear that I mean she does talk about Mm -hmm. you know the different people at school and obviously Luna the dog not so much lately but yeah you know she does you know she does mention uh different people's names quite frequently so which is I like how she says them too like how she says Miss Walgie's name (laughs) 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 she likes it too (laughs) yeah oh that's um but yeah she uh and she'll, she'll like now she'll say like when somebody says like Miss Webster or my first name it's easier for her to say my first name she'll say it but like the two years prior you try to say it she'd be like I'm not saying that name I'm not doing it no <laughs> she, which I'm like I don't care like whatever oh but, I've never heard her say Ronnie yeah but she'll like she'll, you have to prompt her but she'll do okay. it yeah oh, I think it's okay. easier than Webster but um yeah she's she's pretty funny oh that's great yeah but no it, all teachers and all classrooms like we've been really lucky with the wave of kids that we've had mm-hmm. <clears throat> um just they're like and like and again like two three I was a little worried because they know we're getting there but oh, they're all so awesome and they're all so kind um just lovely kids and we I think we got a good wave because the, the the group like the grade ones they're a little they're having a little bit more of a hard time mm-hmm. and uh 
Yeah, so I'm glad I like the so got the wave, group. the good group of wave that we have. Yeah, the kids, the oh, cohort are good. So, oh, that's fantastic to yeah. hear because I think every parent wants to hear mm-hmm. that you know their kid is being included, that they have some friends, yeah. and that they're wanted yes. in the class. Yeah. So and yeah. then sometimes when we go for a walk too, like she'll just walk into a class. I'm like, okay, we can't. <laughs> it's not your like. I know you you don't own the school, girl. And we'll walk into the classroom and the kids are just like they'll either say hey or they'll just look at her and we'll walk out and it's like no no teacher's like get out of here or like they're they they're fine <clears throat> and we'll go she likes we like to go we'll go to the office and she likes to sit in the principal's office like she doesn't see it as like some kids are like no it's bad but she'll just sit in one of the chairs and just hang out there and just like I'm like okay and visit with the principal and then we'll go oh, let's go oh that's so funny <laughs> yeah as long as it's for good behavior oh yeah no it's no no I think she like thinks like yeah, I'm going to sit here. This is my office. I'm going to run it. Um, no, it's no never for bad behavior. Oh, that's good. Yeah, whereas like most kids go in there for bad behavior. She's just like, no, I'm going to go sit. It's like, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Ms. Lewis told me that last year that she often comes in and sits yeah. in her office. So yeah. I thought, okay. <laughs> I make her knock on the door now and say hi first if she's in there. Oh, that's That's, that's the polite thing to do. Yes. Good manners are important. They are, man. I'm like, you You just can't, you know, you don't, like I always say to her, like, you don't own this place. I'm like, you're not the boss. So just. But she thinks she is. Oh, she thinks she is. She thinks she can go in every room. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, we sometimes, it's so funny because she loves the gym. So she'll go in there whenever it's like a class or other people's class. But lately, if we're in there, she comes out and I'm like, no, if we're in here, we're going to do gym stuff and you can't leave. Like, and she'll go in and out. And I'm like, no. <laughs> And sometimes I have to like block the door and I'm like, there was one time where, this was last year, where we were walking and she, I blocked the door like to go in the gym because like, no, we're not going in there. There's a class in there. And then she like did a circle. And as I walked away, I tried to come back. I'm like, you don't think that I see you doing this? Like, it's not, <laughs> we're going to work. I don't know. <laughs> like, good try. But no, like I, I'm looking at you. I know what you're doing. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I, I got you figured out, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then being with her for three years, like I can anticipate things. And if something happens, I can switch it fast because, mm-hmm. and then I'm always aware, like I say to the kids, I don't know where half my stuff is. Cause I'm worried about her. I'm like, and they're asking me questions and I'm like, because I'm constantly thinking of like, where is she? Where is this person? Like what I'm always thinking and doing something. I'm exhausted. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can totally understand. Yeah. So. Kids are exhausting. They are. So, I mean, I think you have a pretty tough job as an EA. Thank but, you. So, <laughs> what do you think is the hardest part of being an EA? Oh God. Um, it's, it's, it can be physical. It's emotionally and mentally draining I go home exhausted depending on which kid I work with mm-hmm. um I love Ainsley but she's exhausting <laughs> she's oh, I exhausting know. she's my kid um, I know. yeah she uh just because she needs a little bit more like if she if I sometimes don't like on her like she won't do it right mm-hmm. um I remember that week that she went away for the um training I was like oh I have more energy my body doesn't hurt as much I'm like okay I'm like oh <laughs> right um but I think it's just that I think it's just like like because we're with these kids a lot and it's just going through rough patches and and like beha- working with behaviors and depending if I'm up for it or she's up for it you know patience it's just it's I'm just exhausted a lot I <laughs> know oh, and that's totally yeah. understandable yeah but you know and I you just mentioned about the behaviors because mm-hmm. we did go through a, a period two times now yeah. with the hair pulling but I have uh, a theory we, on that. Pardon me? I have a theory on that. 
What is the theory? Um, well, she seems to like seek out one person that she loves and kind of obsesses over. So mm-hmm. like this year, it's the kid that it is. And last year, it was the kid that was last year. But she'll say their name a lot. And mm-hmm. she loves them and loves them. And it seems to be around like January to March. Because last year, it was before spring break. I wasn't there. I was on my break. And she just went for the hair. And I guess the kids were like, oh, my God. No, no, no. Right? So we had a conversation. I'm like, don't react or whatever. But she, it's not out of like, with. it just seems to be like the one person and mm-hmm. it's not out of malice. I think it's out of love and it's just out of like, I just, I'm just love you so much and I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. So I train the girl and she puts her hood on when she's doing her work. So, cause when you're doing work, you're not focused and we do a lot of high fives and like, yes, and all that stuff. But like two years now, it seems she's not going after everybody else. It seems to be that she finds one person that she just obsesses and loves over, mm-hmm. loves the most. And that, unfortunately, that's <laughs> what they get. So yeah. that's my theory. Because um, everybody else is usually pretty fine. Um, and her cubby's right next to hers, right? So, Right. But, um, no, it's great. I mean, like, she sometimes when she's walking by, she'll try to, like... And I think it's also, too, like, because hey, I can. Because <laughs> yeah. I can. Because look at me. I'm going to do it. Your eyes are going to be mad at me. Um, <laughs> it's less when I'm there. But, yeah, I think it's just... Yeah, I don't know. It's just that's, but that's I, been the... but I also wanted to share with our listeners how we dealt with it mm-hmm. because it, it we tried a lot of different strategies, mm-hmm. and then it was actually Riley who we've had on mm-hmm. in season one who yeah. suggested the token board. Yeah, and I was actually skeptical that the token board would work. Yeah. I didn't think it, she would quite understand the concept of or the reward. Well, because she gets the spinny chair, so she loves the spinny so chair. So if if learned. the re- reinforcer is enough, then she's all for it. Um, we didn't have to use it much this year because it was just her. Uh, it was just one kid this year, but I just only did it a couple times. Yeah. And I made it that she was the one that spent spin the chair on only her. So it was like a positive oh, I see. like okay. re- thing. Yeah. And then now she'll come up to her with the hood on and she'll be like, high five. And we give a high five. And right away, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I'm always there, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that definitely works for her, especially when it's like a reinforcer, like the, mm-hmm. the spinny chair, which is very really reinforcing for her yeah and i know her bi uh uses the token board a mm-hmm. lot in yeah. her sessions and actually ainsley at home seeks it out oh I yeah if she finds it she'll do i'm like and she'll put the hands on it i'm like no 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 yeah i said you actually have to prove it to me and show me you can't just put the thing on it and be like spinny chair like no you can't do it yeah. that doesn't work that way yeah so yeah it's the same thing yeah it's worked really well for her <clears throat> yeah so if listeners have any questions they can always email and i can explain in mm-hmm. a bit more detail about the token board yeah. and you just need to reinforce her that they want yeah so bad yeah like when one day she wasn't listening she didn't want to get up and i had a bag of chips and i was like oh if you get up i'll give you one and she goes okay and she got up and she listened to me <laughs> and it was, they were mine i was eating them but i'm like yeah sometimes you just have to like go with what works <laughs> yeah, yeah you find that and it thing. changes all the time guys yes but yeah. the spinny chair and yeah. the ipad are mm-hmm. huge motivators so for sure yeah. and you know, I know being an EA, it's like you said, it's a, it can be exhausting. But what is one of the best things of being an EA? Uh, for me, just being able to hang out with all the kids and just um, hanging out with them. And just like, for me, like the the, the thing I like the most, because like, a lot of times I'm like, and I'm like, I can't always remember the good times. Um, <laughs> is like when she has her pure laugh, like when she, not like the, uh, the fake laugh, but I like know. when she finds something super funny, like mm-hmm. super funny. And it's like her purest laugh mm-hmm. that I'm just like that. I just, I love that. That's just my, 
my thing. But just get to hang out every day and be like a kid and be silly and be like a weirdo. And I just, for me, it's just, I think I'm meant to be around children. That's awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, just like, and then like when they do something really cool, like they print their name or something you've worked on so hard or something that they just grow in, you're just like, oh, okay, awesome. And then you can kind of forget the bad stuff for a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? That's so, yeah. Parent. And just seeing them grow and get better. And <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's great. Well, I really want to thank you for coming into our little studio today and sharing what it's like to be Ainsley's EA. Because, yeah. you know, I think oh. she can definitely be a handful at oh my the best of time. <laughs> <laughs> this year. Oh, my God. Uh, a, a kid said today, she's like, what was the best, like, the other day, like, what was the best year? And I'm like, oh definitely grade one I'm like but it difference because she's like backtracked in this way but she's gotten so much better in this way like toileting it's like oh, thank you god um yeah but yeah yeah it's Hallelujah. yeah this year she's been definitely making me run for my giving me a run for my money for sure yeah but it's worth it <laughs> it's worth it <laughs> oh I'm so mm-hmm. glad to hear that well because you are a big part of her life and also mm-hmm. a big influence so you know I do appreciate you yeah. having like high expectations oh, for her too, yeah. because <laughs> I want everyone to have high expectations mm-hmm. of her and not to put yeah. limits on her because yeah. that's how our kids can succeed yeah, and exactly. achieve. So, you know, and thank you for not always letting her to just be cute and having oh, God, a no. pass. Well, half the time she's not cute to me. <laughs> so, so she doesn't get a pass. Uh, it's like to whatever her ability you've got to do. You can't just get up and walk out of the room and do whatever. Like you can tell me you need a break, but like, you need to follow as much as you can whatever all the other kids are doing, right? Because it's school. Like, it's not... An option. Not an option. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming in, and thank you for being Ainsley's oh. awesome EA. Thank you for having me. So Ronnie really has a handle on all of the kids in the class and how they interact with Ainsley, right? Oh, yeah. She has been really instrumental in a lot of Ainsley's milestones. And like we talked about, like her potty training was a big one, you know, and I know one reason that it was successful is because she was completely on board. So I was, I'm really, really grateful for that. So, yeah. OK. And and she interacts with, she interacts with the other kids as well. Does she like inform the other kids, educate the other kids as to. Ainsley's uh, Ainsley's uh, issues and situation and yes yeah she does you know especially when we were doing the potty training like over a year ago you know she just told the kids that she was going to be away for a week and you know Ainsley initially we did have a few issues at school with some accidents now it's not so much but when it has happened she just explains to the kids you know we just you know she's just needs a little bit of help right now and you know you guys were all there too at one time and you know and the kids are really lovely with Ainsley and I feel really grateful that we have that class and she's got a couple of really good friends in her class and and I know that that's partially due to Miss W helping to facilitate that with Ainsley it's it's really great to see okay and so it was wonderful of her to come and visit. She was great to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we wrap this show up? Because we're not quite sure where we're going next week, but we're going to go somewhere eventually. Oh, for sure. We, we'll make an episode happen. You know, I'm still <laughs> working on a few things, but we'll definitely. Even if be, we just talk cookies. If we could even just talk cookies because I've been baking a lot. I tell you, some quarantine baking. <laughs> 
All right. Why don't you take us on out? Thanks for listening to the T21 Mom podcast. And I would love to hear from you. How are you navigating this really difficult time in our lives right now? You know, drop us a line at our email at info at t21mom.com or find me on Facebook, also at t21mom or on Instagram and Twitter at trisomy21mama. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Like I said, I'd love to hear from you. Share your stories. Tell me how you're doing during this time. Ask questions. You know, if you have ideas for episodes, I want to hear about it. How are you doing things your way? Keep on loving on your rocking kiddos, and we will see you next time. Take care, Mary. Thanks, Ron. See you soon.